Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. All right, let's see if we can remember how to do this talk to lots of people thing. All right, so let me start off like, how many people have seen the movie The Incredibles? Those of you that haven't, you've, you've missed out. It is such a great movie, you might recognize. The Incredibles family are actually uh, have been uh, good family friends of our family for quite some time. We've known them for quite a while. Uh, something might just come up there. See, we've just like hung out a lot. And, uh, and um, those are our kids. They might be embarrassed, but for my kids, they, I just wanted to say, over lockdown, they made it a, a, a special thing that they wanted to do was to scare me any time chance they had, and which happened with regular intervals. So if you think that's mean putting embarrassing photos of my kids up, it's just payback, okay? <laughs> just, well, it's just payback. I've been, I've been, I, get, I, I, I walk around, I, I arrive home, I like, walk in the front door, and I'm like... Anyway... Um, but when I think about this movie, The Incredibles, you know what? It's just like the church. Everyone's got a superpower. And everybody has a different superpower. You, know, you think, really? Like Paul the Apostle, in the Bible, he talks about this exact thing. He just uses different language. He says this to the church in Corinth. He says, every one of you has a superpower. There are different kinds of gifts but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Everyone has something to bring. Everyone has something to bring. And Paul, he, he goes on, he talks more about it. He says this, the church is like one body, like a body, but with different parts. And if you're a foot, or if you're an ear, or if you are... A elbow or a liver or a nostril, it's like you're important. And the body is only as awesome as it is because each one of you are a part of it. Each one of you makes the body awesome. Like this morning, we're going to break out of our series. We started a series a couple of weeks ago called Fresh Starts, which uh, I'm enjoying. And we'll, we've got another couple of messages to go on that the next two Sundays, but just being together for the first time, I just wanted to talk today about the church and celebrate the church today. Celebrate the church, which is all of us, because the church is awesome. The church is awesome. This church is awesome. The person sitting next to you is awesome. Why don't you just say that to them? Say, turn to the person next to you and say, You're awesome. And then the other person on the other side. And you're awesome as well. So Paul the Apostle, he says this to the church in Corinth. And I don't know if you know much about the church in Corinth. It's in the southern part of Greece. And this was a church. They say that Corinth was a little bit like the New York of the day. Where everyone who wanted to make it, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. So I should write a song with those lyrics. Um, 
But it was the church was a whole bunch of people who were finding faith or had just found faith. They hadn't had much of a faith background at all. They were a real wild bunch, but they discovered the love and power of God. And, uh, and Paul says to them, says, you guys, you are the body of Christ. And each one of you is a part of it. And you bring something to contribute that makes us better. You're the amazing family of God. You're the amazing family of God. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. And uh, what have we got? We've got about maybe 20, 25 minutes. So we'll get into it. Are you, are you ready? If, you, if I talk fast, it's because like, we, want to, we don't want to hold you up. So I just want to say a few things this morning about why the family of God is awesome. I'd, just, I'd love to pray for us as we get into it. God, I pray that you would open our hearts to hear what you would speak to each one of us. I know that for some of us, because of the, the journey we've had in life, sometimes we don't feel that awesome. Sometimes we don't feel like we've got a part to play. But God, I pray the truth of these words would land in our hearts and in our heads this morning. God, that each one of us is so valuable, is so valuable to each other and so valuable to you. Amen. Okay, I'm just going to talk about five things. Like we could, if we sat down and we said, why don't we just talk about why the church is awesome? We'd come up with a hundred things. We would. There's just so many things why the church is awesome. But I'm just going to talk about five things this morning. And you might go like, oh, I wish you'd have talked about that. I wish you'd talked about that. Well, um, we're just going to do these five. Okay, (laughs) so... But the first thing is, is that we care for each other. We care for each other. And I've heard so many cool stories over lockdown and over these last 12 weeks uh, where people have been looking out for one another over this time. And, and, and look, I know that we aren't perfect a- at this. And some of you might go like, no one really looked out for me. And it you know, may be that, I don't know, that you may have just started getting connected with us and we didn't quite know, you know, have those things in place or... You know, sometimes the people that may have been the one that was, you know, they said, I'll look after this pe- these people here, and then they might have got overwhelmed, you know. It's just, but that's how our heart is that we, 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 we want to care for each other as best we can. And, uh, and all the, you know, the economists are predicting some challenging economic times. And uh, I know that for some of you, there's already been a situation where you've been told that your job's um, disappearing. Uh, there is likely, I guess, with what they're predicting, that there'll be some more of you that will happen to. And I know that there are going to be some challenging times uh, ahead. And, uh, but I just want to know that your church is with you and for you. And, uh, and we'll continue to care for every one of you the best we can. So, so let's do that. You know, let's keep doing that. So that's one thing that... We, that why the church is awesome. We care for each other. Okay, here's another thing. I like this one. You'll like this one. Is that we celebrate. We celebrate. You know, God has always invited his people to celebrate. You, you read the Bible. You don't have to get too far into it. And you, start, and you see that God is inviting his people and saying, like, I want you to celebrate. I want you to celebrate. I want you to remember the, the miracles I've done I want you to remember the good things I've done for you. I want you to, uh, to, to celebrate, celebrate the goodness of God. And uh, the, the people of Israel, and they still do this, Jewish people still do this, they have these festivals or, or feasts. 
you know, they, they're all through the year. They, the, the first one they kick off with is the festival of the first fruits. That's like a day. And then that day turns into a week of the festival of the, um, sorry, the, sorry, it's the, uh, the Passover is the first one. And that's around Easter time, the Passover, that's a day. And then that kicks into the, the, a week of the festival of the unleavened bread. And it's just, you know, when, if those of you that read your Bible, um, you may remember there was that time when Jesus uh, got left behind at, uh, in Jerusalem. His parents sort of headed home. It's like um, if you've ever left your kids behind or kids, kids, if your parents have ever left you behind at church or anything like that, <laughs> um, you're in good company, right? Happened to Jesus. It's, you, you, you'll be fine. Um, and, but that was... The family had gone down from Nazareth, which is like about 100 k's north of Jerusalem. They'd all gone down to Jerusalem for the week to do Passover and then to do the festival of the unleavened bread. And then at the end of the festival of the unleavened bread, they, they have a day at the end, the festival of the first fruits. There's three festivals, one week, all head down. They celebrate together, remembering God's goodness. You know, the Passover festival was to remember how God uh, looked after the people when uh, he allowed them to... Uh, to escape the, the slave tyranny from Egypt. So. And then they have this other thing. They have other festivals. They've got the festival of uh, Pentecost or the festival of the weeks. It's the same thing. Seven weeks after the Passover, it's 50 days. That's why they call it Pentecost. 50 days. And it's because it was 50 days after they came out of Egypt was that God gave Moses the Ten Commandments and, and the law. That was like, so they celebrate that. Then there's the Feast of the Trumpets, the Jewish New Year. Then there's the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, where they confess their sins and thank God for his cleansing and his forgiveness. Then there's the Festival of the Tabernacles, or the, the, uh, and that's September, October. And that's another one that lasts for a week. We should maybe get some more celebrations going, you know? But it's just a big party. They're just... And the festival of the, uh, the Tabernacles was remembering the, the nomadic 40 years of Israel in the wilderness. And, uh, and also celebrating the gathering of the harvest. And, um, and they have others as well. The, the, uh, the Jewish people, they celebrate the new moon every month. So how good would that be, like having a party in your calendar every month? Just lock it in. It's good to celebrate. Can I get a woohoo? Yeah, it's good. And today it's... Today feels like, I, mean, I was talking to Fiona, she says, it's like a family reunion. It is like a family reunion. Family reunions are parties. Everyone gets together just because we're family. And you know your family. You, you know what your family's like. Some of them you get on better than with others. And some of them, you know, smell a bit worse than others. And, um, but, you know, we're a family of people of different ages and different ethnicities and different walks of life, different stages of life. And we're all here, and it's good to be here, isn't it? It's good. You know, three months ago, we really didn't know like how contagious this virus was going to be, how dangerous it was going to be, how um, how many of us would catch it, how many of us would survive it, and yet here we are together. We're safe. We're well. We're grateful. And isn't that something we can thank God for? This is why today, this is why we got some signs made today that we don't normally have saying welcome and it's just like yay, yay, we celebrate. We can thank God for these things. We've got, we've got uh, a bouncy castle, I think, is going to be after church. 
um, if the guy arrived, which is where... Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I hope I'm not getting all your hopes up. Um, the, the kids, I know the kids are all out, but like, I know what you guys are like with bouncy castles. I've seen you. <laughs> um, and we've got some we're gonna have sausages afterwards, guaranteed COVID-free, guaranteed. Money back guaranteed. Um, just free, just, we, just, we just want to celebrate. It's just good to stop and be thankful to God for the good things. That's, that's why we have, you know, when we have birthday celebrations, once a year you have a birthday celebration. And you know, like birthday celebrations, you're not really stopping and remembering the actual birth. Well, kids, and then after 36 hours, and your mum was only eight centimetres, and she was, she was screaming at me, and she was, she was like, you did this to me. And like, it was so, I was so stressed, you know, because your mother was screaming, I grabbed the gas, and I was sucking the gas in. And we, don't, we don't do that at birthdays. We, we, birthdays are about just celebrating who you are and remembering the good things from the last 12 months and, and looking forward to the next 12 months. We do our church birthday together in August. We're, and it's just stopping and celebrating and remembering God is with us, the good things he's been doing. And we know good things are coming. That's why we celebrate. You know, some people have been saying over this, this season, like, you know what, virtual church is the church of the future. And I'm just like, you know, I think like, like virtual church is, it's okay. And wasn't it good to have that when we couldn't do anything? You know, it would have been that or, or nothing. But like virtual ch- church is kind of like a, bir- a virtual beach vacation. <laughs> you know, like there's nothing like feeling the sand beneath your toes and, and the sun on your face and, you know, the diving into the water and, it's good to be together, and it's good to celebrate. And I know that there's some challenges in the midst of life, and there'll be some challenges ahead, but it's just so important, and it's healthy to celebrate. It's healthy to celebrate. Lifting your eyes up off the challenges, off the troubles, and lifting your eyes up to God, and, and be thankful for the good things that are in our life, and to lift our eyes to the God who holds us in His hands. It's good to celebrate. So that's the... Second thing, let's see. Okay, let's do number three. How are we doing? Okay. The third thing that we do that the church is amazing about is that we grow together. We grow together. And I just, like, again, there's so many different ways that we can grow in, in life and in faith and in, in ministry and in all sorts of things. I'm just going to talk about three things, very specific things today, just just because I want it, just because I can, because I've got the microphone. So, and the first one is, is that we grow by doing life with a really diverse group of people. I read this article this week by a guy called Brian Zand. Uh, he's a pastor in, uh, in the States. And he says this, church throws us into the company of people who, left to our own devices, we would probably never have any interaction with. But these are precisely the people we need to meet, we get to know, and learn to love. Left to our own devices, electronic devices, 
we will be stunted in our Christian maturity. So I'm glad you're here. And if the person next to you, you know, you think like, I don't know if they're quite my kind of person. I think, well, I think they're exactly your kind of person to be hanging out with and learning to love and learning to do life with. Second way that we, we can grow and together, and this is like a plug, this is like a commercial, is that um, what we're going to be doing, kicking off next week, is we're going to kick off an invitation and opportunity where we read the Bible together. Now, we're not going to get together and read the Bible together. We're just going to have like a, a New Testament in a year Bible reading plan. And I know that for some of you, you like the Bible, but you may have never read it. We're just going to do this thing where it just means that if we're all doing it together, when we get together, just like, what do you think about that thing that, we, that was on the Bible reading plan this week? It just gives us an opportunity to, to chat about the things that are in the Bible. And hopefully it's a thing that we can uh, do that will be helpful for us in being people of the book because this is an amazing book. It's an amazing book. And the last thing I just want to talk about with this thing of we grow together is more just it, I felt like God speak to me about this over the lockdown break. And uh, it was to invite the igniters. And you're like, what on earth are you talking about, Matt? Well, um, people often ask us, like, are you, you know, you're like a Pentecostal church? Or, you know, like I said, well, we love the work and activity of the Holy Spirit. Um, there'd be some things, like, theologically, where we'd go, like, a lot of Pentecostal churches would believe this. And we may sort of have a different kind of look at that from a kingdom theology point of view. But, uh, but there is something about... Um, there's, there are people that seem to just be able to ignite the things of the Holy Spirit, the activity and the power of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. And, and so we're going to invite some of those people along. And the thing is, is while I'm saying this to you, is that um, they may come, uh, they may do things a little bit differently than we're used to. And, and we just have to be ready to be open to what God would plant in us and, uh, and not let, if they are a little bit different in the way they preach. Have you seen some of those like Pentecostal preachers on the, on the telly? It's like, ah, wild. And, uh, um, but, uh, but it's just a sense that I got from the Lord is that, that there are people that are going to come in and they're going to drop things in our hearts that's going to be good for us, okay? So let's, it was really interesting. I had a friend who's a vineyard pastor in, uh, in England, and uh, he, a few years back, there was this kind of big revival, like a Pentecostal revival that was happening in Pensacola in Florida. And uh, I know if you Google it up, you'll hear like all sorts of cool things and all sorts of crazy things about that, which is okay. Um, but he, he went over and he said over the, he was there for this conference, it was about a week, and he said, I was talking to him, and he said, well, I said, what was it? He said, man, he said, man it, was just, it was terrible. I said, oh, why? He said, oh, the preachers were just loud and rah, and then there were people praying for each other and, and they were pushing people over and like, you know, and when they were praying for them and it's just like, it's like we just don't do that in the vineyard. It was just like, uh, it was just the whole thing was, and he, and he said, but you know what? He says, I got home and, 
and I, I was praying for people, and a whole lot more people got healed than used to get healed, and I just had more love in my heart for people. I had more love in my heart for my family and my wife, and he says, I just couldn't figure it out. So, like, it was just really interesting. <laughs> It was just really interesting, you know, that like God works in mysterious ways. And uh, so I'm just saying that to you because, um, you know, we'll have these people pop in from time to time. And uh, let's just be open to what God would, you know, would do, do in us through these people. All right, number four, why the church is amazing is that we help each other. And we're pretty good at this, you know, we, we help people move move homes and we help people build their deck and we help people look after their kids we help people uh do all sorts of things help you know we lend lend our stuff and our trailers and, and different things and um you know we give money when people need it it's uh and let's keep doing this i just want to talk about one thing this morning i know this morning it feels a little bit like a, a mix of things but that's the church isn't it we are a mix of things but i just want to talk about this thing uh, another way that we can help each other this morning and now, over the last um, two weeks, what we've seen across the globe is this anger that's been bubbling up in, uh, about, uh, about racism, fueled by the murder of George Floyd by a police officer in, uh, in Minneapolis in the States. It's just anger and outrage and protests across the world from black and brown people that are just being sick and tired of being treated as, an, as inferior. And from other people who say, you're right to be angry, this, that racism is absolutely not acceptable and it absolutely has to change. And I know that a lot of people have a lot to say about this and there's a lot that we could say about it. There's a lot that we could listen to as well, a lot to teach, a lot to learn. Um, many of you know um, Kiran, who was an assistant pastor at Coast Vineyard here until the middle of last year. And I actually think that him working here at the church was just part of his cunning plan to get my eldest daughter to fall in love with him, and, uh, which she did, and they got married. And uh, we're just stoked about that. Kieran is just, uh, just an amazing young man, and, uh, and Kieran is, is brown. And uh, my grandchildren will be brown, well, maybe a little caramelly, uh, uh, and, and just no, no news on that front, just no, no, no news. Um, but, but Kiran and Bex, they moved to London last year, and, uh, and I had the conversation. I said, like, okay, just, you need to know, you need to be careful that uh, don't get yourself in situations that could go bad. There are white people in England that do not like brown people, and you need to be careful. I just want to say this one thing this morning, like, for you who are, are here this morning and for you who are watching online, you know, many of you will have experienced some form of abuse because of the color of your skin or the accent that you have brought with you from the country that you have emigrated from. And it may be, you know, it may be ranged from just mocking comments through to vitriolic words to systemic prejudice to, to violence physical attacks. And I just want to say this morning that that is absolutely wrong and that we are so sorry that these things have happened. And I want to say this, is that your church is here for you. Your church is here for you, with you. And if you find yourself on the wrong side of an injustice, we will stand with you. And if needed, we will fight with you and for you. 
Because you've got to rem- just remember, you know, Coast Vineyard, we're the new Incredibles. <laughs> like, there are so many people here that have superpowers that can help. That can help. And we will help. Because that's what a church does. We help each other. We just love that there are people here that are of all colors and all accents. and We just love it. You know, the Tangata Whenua, they have a special place. You know, the, the original Kiwis. We love the immigrants and the accents. We are richer for our diversity. And you know what? For all of us, let's, for all of us, let's take this away. Jesus came to make us all the family of God. All of us reconciled to God through the cross. Peace to those who are far away. Peace to those who are near. And Paul the Apostle said this in Ephesians 2. He says, you are no longer foreigners or strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. So welcome to the family. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. Welcome to the family. And the fifth thing I want to say this morning that why we have just an amazing family of God is that we do, we welcome everyone in the same way that Jesus welcomed everyone. Is it God's invitation to be part of this amazing family is open to everyone. And it's growing. God's family is growing and we get to be a part of that. get to be a part of passing on God's invitation. Come and know God. Come and be known by Him and be loved by Him. Well, thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or of course we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Orewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.